Welcome to the Hard Water Fishing Show. Jeff and Jason talk tactics, gear, and ice fishing legends. We are alive, season six, episode fourteen. It's the third week of of February twenty twenty. February, yeah. <laughs> yes. We've had the craziest weather. It is going uh, on in Iowa. It's just been nuts. We've had thunderstorms and ice storms and snowstorms, and uh, we've just had snow. It was insane. ten below this morning here. It was cold. All the ice froze, and then tonight. So we've got all this ice. We had a big ice storm here in central Iowa. And so today, though, and a lot of it, it got somewhat warm then, 32 degrees. So some of it melted off. Yep. And then today we got a nice little dusting of snow. So now you don't know where the ice is. Oh. <laughs> and so now, now do, you've just do, got do, this <laughs> little dust. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wicked out there. So. Oh, boy. Anyway, enough about weather. That. Weather. Yeah. There's our topic tonight. Preparing for walleye. Yes. We're going to do some walleye. We got some walleye fishing coming up. So we're going to talk about walleye fishing um, as all much things, as we know. All things walleye. That's well, I don't know if we'll cover everything. I mean, we talk No, about we're just going to talk fishing. about walleye fishing. That's all yeah. we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to, so basically what we're going to do tonight, to, well, that's the topic. We'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. All right, Jason, did you uh, grab a beverage? I do not have a good beverage, but I have a beverage. Oh, you have one. It's just not a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing fancy or special. Oh, I thought we were going to have to cancel. I mean, like, we have to cancel I, yeah. if you had no beverage. Oh, well, we just have to pause, a soft pause, while I ran to the gas station and back and came back with a beer. Because <laughs> in Iowa, they sell beer at a gas station. Yeah, it's just literally it's eight blocks away. It wouldn't take yeah. terribly long to go grab one. <laughs> but we're good. All right. So I get to go first, then. I have, because it's what I have. Natty Light. Natty Light. <laughs> Very and nice. I had Mexican for supper, so I, I need to watch my calories because I've already exceeded my allotment <laughs> for the day. There we go. That was kind of a weak open. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's not the best natty light in the world. Plus, How are you I mean, bad natty light? Well, I mean, I'll, just in all transparency, I... Uh, Forgot to put it in the fridge, so it's warm, Natty Light. <laughs> no, no, oh! But it's still better than the dank carpet beer you drink. Dank, it's better. I don't know, warm Natty Light. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. So, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's not hot. It's just warm. It's just warm. All right. Room temperature, which Room at my house is like sixty-seven degrees. So All right. It's not terrible. Cool. All right. Well, um. So I also, so you distracted me with your talk about Mexican food. So, so you probably, what kind of Mexican food did you get, Jay? Well, see, it's, it's Lent, Jeff. Oh, so, oh, well, well see now. Oh yeah. You broke that. See, <laughs> oh, that's boy. the thing. So it, we probably should, well, but what, what the heck we're all, we're among friends. So, yeah, what happens is once you're told, once you remember, if you don't remember and then someone tells you, now you have to not eat meat. 
right? I mean, that's the deal. Oh. So if you're blissfully unaware, then I think you get a pass. I think that's how the rule works. And, but I was told, so I had uh, eggs, Mexican huevos, and I think that's, I, I don't know. Huevos? With, with like, um, you know, just all sorts of somebody. I know. Well, I apologize. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I, you know, it, whatever it was on the menu, basically it was like eggs and peppers with rice, hmm. refried beans. And then, you know, to kick it up a bit, I ordered some queso and just dumped that over the whole time. Ah, yeah, cheese. It was really good. Mm. Actually, sounds no good. complaints. And then some salsa and some chips. I mean, I mean, it just it was. Good. I just threw all the stuff in there. Sweet. Well, would have been better with chorizo or sausage, but you know, whatever. Yeah. You get chips with salsa. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. This this particular Mexican restaurant has a salsa bar. Wow, fancy. Yeah, it's it's fancy for Iowa. We were going to get Mexican last night, and I think we're way off subject here, but I was going to get Mexican last I, night, and they were closed because there was too much snow. We drove up, and nobody yeah. was home. Yeah, so well, safety first. We got a burger instead. What do you What do you drink? All right, we're way off subject here. So I am drinking. It is, oh, see, that's the problem with these filters. Um, Shell's Bach. Shell's Dark Bach. Lager. Okay. So it's really good. I got it. I like Shell's. You know, we've talked about Shell's before. And it's a very good beer. And it says there's a story in every drop. And the can writing is so small that I cannot read that. So I'm just going to drink it. All right. You go for it. Hey, we actually got people joining us on Facebook Live. Ooh, there's five people. I know. That's awesome. Let's see. We've got Benjamin, Josh, David Kelly. There's a couple cool. more. I don't know. We're we're new to this, guys. So we're I don't know how you tell who's who's on, I guess. Um, well, these guys are commenting. That's how I know they're on. I can see there's five people. Notifications. Somebody commented on our post, Colby and Jim. Oh. Huh. Yeah, so there. There we go. It's Zoom. We're doing this through Zoom, so maybe that's not the best way to do it. I don't know. It's our first time, so. All right. But at least Zoom gets free advertising the whole time, I guess. Yeah, they do. That's smart. <laughs> oh, Ken Ken Miller's listening. Kenneth Miller's listening and watching. Yeah, we apologize. We really don't typically have a face for video, so it Uh-oh. it's uh, we're doing the best we can. <laughs> <laughs> all right where are we at jeff all right um, oh boy i just clicked on something and so now that we've got through our beers uh first we want to say thank you to our patrons to all of our patrons and thank you for your support and our patron of the show is wire wire hair 10 so cheers to you wire hair 10 thank you for supporting the show this week cheers warm landy light and a good beer yeah it's <laughs> it's not the first drink was the best, I think, but we'll work through it. All right. All I right. thought about pouring it over ice, but then I thought that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Beer over ice? I, is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. I think I would know by now. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Mix it with some tomato juice or something. I don't know. That's funny. All right. So <laughs> it's it's a little distracting with the live thing, so. Anyway, well, I'm right, gonna, so, I'll, you keep track of the notes and I'll keep track of the Facebook comments. All right. Sounds good. I'm just going to minimize that then. All right. So listener news, Jay, moving on to listener news. So we're going to try something here. I'm going to share 
So one of the challenges is when, when we're always on the podcast, you don't have pictures, right? And we put some pictures up. Well, we're pretty good at putting pictures up. Sometimes they don't make it up. Oh, no. Uh, Hang on. My computer wants to restart. Do not. Do not do that. No. <laughs> Oh, why would it do that in the middle it wants of it? To update or something. Oh my gosh. All right. Anyway. All right. So, so you guys don't hear this stuff. We always edit all this random crap out. Exactly. This is actually how the show goes. So sorry. Right. Anyway, right, go so on. I'm going to share our show notes. So be prepared, everybody, because there's some pictures in here. So I'm going to do that right now. So here we go, Jason. See if this works. I don't see anything yet. Oh, wait. Well, something's happening. How does that look? Hey. <laughs> can you see that on Facebook? I can. Sweet. All right. I don't know what I we think. look like. Yeah, I can. I can see it. Yep. Do you still see us also? Yeah, we're still flipping back and forth in the other corner every time one of us talks. Okay. Is it annoying or okay? I don't know. <laughs> It'll work. All right. We're going to roll with it and see how it goes. <laughs> All right, so uh, listener news. You can see um, Matt K. Um, and I think a different Matt K than the Matt K. That's yeah, below. two different Matt Ks. Yeah, so we have two Matt Ks on tonight, but uh, he caught a nice crappie here that he's showing um, on an undisclosed lake in northern Minnesota. We might have we might have him on later to actually talk about that. We'll see. He, he owes us a legend. He does owe us a legend. <laughs> All right. So Matt K and then the other Matt K. Um, ooh, I'm going to get ahead of us. I better. Uh, Big Minnesota, hello from Jeff and Matt, which is really weird that those are their not that that's weird names, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of coincidence. Uh, and they were fishing the mighty Saint Croix in a Mickey Mouse holes. I'm assuming that's because they have to drill a big hole to get a. Lake sturgeon through? Yeah, so they're they, fishing for sturgeon. Yeah. And so they had some keystone lights and grilling bot brats. So it sounds awesome. Thanks for sending that in. And prepare yourself for this next one, Jason. I'm prepared. Holy crap. <laughs> so this is what from Bostock, right? Is he so, holding that thing way out? Is it like, or no, he's really not. What I mean, of? a little bit, but. He actually had some other really nice pictures too. I just grabbed this couple. Um, he's in Wyoming and getting some lake Damn. trout, just some lake trout, right? Holy cow. That thing's a tank. It totally is. Look how big that is. And this was the, one of the nicest ones, but he had some other pictures, some other ones too. Um, and you see he's got like the snow dog train going on the bottom there. Yeah, he does. So that's pretty cool. Got the snow dog out, catching some big trouts. That might be a Markham. Look at the size of the hole. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's pretty substantial. How do you drill a hole that big? With an auger. Uh, no, that's that's huge. I wonder if he chipped it's chipped. Okay. I mean, depending yeah. on how thick the ice is, you can chip it. Yeah, it doesn't look very thick, does it? No. It looks maybe six inches. I we have to remember I'll record this too. So uh, it looks like he's using a Markham, so Jason will be proud. I I don't own a Markham anymore. Somebody stole it. Yeah, but you like them and love them. I do. I think they're a good product. Yeah, if you don't want friends. <laughs> we don't want to go down this road again. Uh, all right. So thanks, Bostick Stock, for sending that in. And Thor B sent us some pictures 
of him fishing. Uh, he had a, like a camp winter camping setup out in Manitoba. He got a couple saugers, which I learned how to tell the difference between a sauger and a walleye the other a couple weeks ago at Lake of the Woods. Oh, that's good. So I'm actually surprised he's only on 21 inches of ice. Yeah, way up in Manitoba. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Like Red nice... River. He was on the river though, Red River. Yeah, true. So that might be so that's over that does that feed into North Dakota, like down towards like Devil's Lake? Yeah. That I area, think, right? I think so. Yeah. Blockport. I don't know if we're experts on that, so check your facts. <laughs> Use your Google Earth. <laughs> so Thor, thanks for sending that in. And Nathan A, we had lots of listener news this time. Jay. We do. Um, it's kind of nice to get to share this. So Nathan A sent us a nice sunny that he caught, 10 inch sunny, 10 and a half inch sunny. Yeah, bluegill, 10 and a half inches. I mean, just a little over a pound. That's a solid. Look at it's definitely bigger than a hand. That's a nice fish. Mm-hmm. So make a good sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. All right. And then, um, Gary O was on the ice fishing derby and he sent in some nice pictures here. You can see there's a walleye and a pike and a smallie. Oh, they call them pickerel. Like, pickerel. Yeah, people call them pickerels. Yeah. Lake Winnipikachu. Winnipikasi. Isn't I'm pretty sure that's the <laughs> lake. That's the lake that Colby fishes. Isn't that the Derby that Colby fishes? Oh, it could be. I don't. I don't know if it is, it's not Lake Pikachu. Lake Winnipikachu. <laughs> now you're gonna get us in trouble. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So we want to thank him for listening. Listen, to Pat. The last two pod, our last two seasons. Yeah, we we appreciate everybody that listens, Jay. Right. Oh my gosh, yes. So I am always in awe that people do. And it looks like we got this awesome plane to speak and then this awesome picture of holy crap. Giant you guys, northern. So people that are listening can't see this northern, but this northern's about as big as a person holding it. Yes, it's a big one. It's definitely a big Did one. Did they tell us how big that one was? Um 34 ounces, 12 pounds. Is that the one? Is that that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yep. Thermal tip up and smelt in central Alberta. 34 inches. That's a solid, solid fish. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful fish. All right. Um, Cool. So thank you to all of our listeners for sending those awesome pictures. Very much Um, appreciate the fish because we haven't had a lot of our own this year. It's been God, we're hoping to love, remedy that soon, but yes, I didn't love ice fishing so much. I I don't know what I'd do. You know, all right. I'm gonna stop sharing those for a little bit and we'll we'll get back into some pictures here in a minute. So stop sharing. All right. Yeah, I know it's it's been, I mean, you know, you work hard and catch fish. So some days you just work hard. Some days you just work hard. Ah. Uh, I'll get into my fishing report later and we can talk about that. But fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Uh, oh, well, it's actually fishing report time. So I guess we can talk about it. Um, well, then carry on. I don't have one. Or do uh, I? Did I go fishing? When did we last record? Uh, it's been about two weeks. It was like Valentine's Day, I think, about the last one came out. Hmm. Well, you go. I don't remember. Okay. Well, I'm going to share again. I didn't I go couple, last weekend. I can tell you that. I, I had a couple pictures. I know I went last weekend. 
Okay. Um, yep, I didn't go last weekend. So let me share that back again. All right. So I took a couple of pictures last time I was out. Um, so I was out in Mille Lacs. Tell me, can you see it, Jay? Yep. Yep. Okay. You bet. So I was out in Mille Lacs last weekend. Uh, I actually took the day off on Friday and went up Friday morning and stayed overnight, um, did some solo fishing. And it was really nice because the ice, well, now we've got a pile of snow, but last weekend, we, had it rained the week before? The weather has been a little weird, right? It's been super weird. So it rained. So that meant that the ice was drivable everywhere. You normally have to stay on the roads and kind of be careful when there's a lot of snow, but you can kind of go anywhere. So I went out by myself, pulled the wheelhouse out. You can see I took a picture there. Out in the lake. And we caught one. I caught a couple, two, but I took a picture of this one. Not real big walleye, but proof of walleye, right? I mean, proof of life. <laughs> I mean, it's not huge, but he came up and whacked it there. So uh, we did that. And I've been partial to those perch talkers, right? I've been using that. Um, yep. Perch are, or the fish are really finicky. There's That's lots made of, by Lindy, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Lindy perch talker. Yep, yep. There's tons of fish and tons of activity down there. Getting them to bite is the is the challenge, right? And so that was out there. You know, sporting a hard water fishing show shirt. Um, and then, like I said, so Friday night I went up and I stayed overnight and you know stayed in the shack. But then Saturday I did truck fishing, right? <laughs> we did some truck fishing. So um, I sat my tailgate, drug a hole, and fished outside. It was a beautiful day, warm, sunny. Just and you could drive anywhere. So you just like you drill a hole. It wasn't there. You drive another spot, drill a hole, right? You just I was just cruising the lake. It was really nice. Uh, yeah, that, and that's rare this time of year to be able to do that. Yeah, it is. I and mean, that's that's and how much how many inches of ice do you think uh Malax had on it? Oh, uh, a couple feet. A couple uh, feet. So you're pretty I mean, solid where oh, you went. Yes. I mean, you still have to be careful, but I mean it's it's pretty solid out there, right? I mean mm -hmm. My my rig isn't super ha heavy. I mean, there's one ton trucks out there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I'm way later than that. So, yeah, I don't, Gosh. you know, it's never safe, of course, but I, I had no concerns um, about driving around. So I was just working a, a point. We were fishing. Um, the current fishing report up there was to either fish on top of the flat or on the very deep part, not the break. Okay. So, off so, huh. so like I was on a, a flat out, in, of course, I'm in front of Red Door, out in front of Red Door, and we were fishing the, the top of the flat. So it was about 21 feet of water. And then you go to the, like the deep section and it got up to like 28 or 29 feet. Okay. But, you know, usually I'm always inclined to fish the break, like sit on the edge of the break. And it was the top or the bottom was where you were fishing. And so, um, you know, I fished mostly the top, to be honest, because it seemed like there was more activity going on at the top, even though it's fun to watch the fish not bite, I guess. So, <laughs> so well, that's what we did a lot. So, yeah. So here I took a picture. This is me out there fishing on the back of a truck. Um, this is sunset. As the sun's going down, I'm just out there fishing. It was a really nice night. There were some guys next to me that caught a couple of walleyes, too. Um, similar, kind of smaller ones to what we were doing, but um they're out fishing and i posted this last weekend but i saw 
um, a bald eagle was just hanging out in the ice. Just, That's cool. Just hanging out there. I don't know. I mean, um, so yeah, it's good. It's a good sized bird. It is. Yeah. And, and it didn't move. I mean, I almost thought it was fake, but it just kind of stood out there and I just took a picture. It was pretty far away. This is like quite zoomed in from where I was. But, okay. But, um, but yeah. Oh, and I was going to talk about the Helix setting. So I took a picture of my Helix. You can see um, this is something Kurt kind of tipped me off to. I've been using my flasher on my Helix 7. You can <laughs> see it here with the, the little markers. Um, but I've started to use the like the summer 2D thing too, because you can see the fish kind of come up to your bait and stuff. And it's, I don't know, I've started to use that. I didn't use that before. So I just wanted to throw that picture up there. You can share that. So Yeah, you need a probably a seven or above to do that or you it would all be so small, wouldn't it? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I have plenty of real estate in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think you could probably not use the flasher and just use there. But yeah, you can see I was fishing in 20 feet of water. <laughs> so. so. But I, I did use this like driving around in my truck. So I put the map. You don't see it here, but I put the map on it. And then you drive sure. around and find your depth, just like you would on a snowmobile or four-wheeler or whatever, and drill your hole. Well, and with but yeah, and then you can mark your spots too, and you can troll sure. back to them. Yep. Yeah, and I did a lot of like, you know, I'd find the spot, and then you find the spot in the spot, right? You move around. So, mm -hmm. all right. So that is my fishing report. Jason, you said you had one, right? I don't remember if I do. I can't remember last. Um, I can't remember. Well, if you don't remember it, I guess it's probably not worth Well, it would saying. have been the weekend before last weekend, and I don't remember when we recorded if I talked about it already or not. Huh. I do like, you know, shiners are still kind of the the holy grail right now for, for fishing, or at least that's <laughs> what they say. Uh, I caught two fish around shiners, but I found this um, bait shop. You know, sometimes when you get shiners, they're really big, like they're almost too big, especially when you're catching smaller walleyes like we were we were catching. I wouldn't say targeted, yeah, catching. Uh, and so they have like small shiners. They're like shiners, but they're not the big ones. And so that was kind of nice for those smaller fish. I liked using those. So how big were they? Like, like fat head size. Like they fat head size shiners, really? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what that is. Maybe. Huh this big i don't know what is that an inch i don't know but yeah maybe an inch but and they had a bigger will to live they lasted <laughs> they, didn't just, they didn't just look at you and die yeah some of them died and they still died before the fat heads but uh, they had a longer will to live okay all right um fact check jason you want to talk through fact uh, check here I, I'd have to get back Ooh. to my notes. And show business. You got show business and fact check. I'll let you cover I'm get back to my notes. This is the part you don't see when we're not live. <laughs> That's all right. So have you looked at our live thing, Jason? Yeah, we've got you? nine people hanging out. Oh. Ken, Ken Miller just shared two to three inch shiners are money. We love when we find them. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Jason lost the notes. I got back to my to click around here. <laughs> All right, fact checks. I'm looking for fact checks. Where are we at? Oh, here we are. Jeff C. Here in Fairmont, Indiana, we can get rosy minnows at PetSmart. So I, I'm glad you brought that back up because I don't think we've been. I 
I don't think I gave you my last fishing report because otherwise I would have talked about this. Well, you this talked about after, minnows, the rosy minnows. Yeah, but this last this time, was but... after our minnow episode. Okay, okay. So I did go fishing um, after the last episode. So uh, we seem to get two different sizes of rosy reds. So this last time, the rosies I got were the size of crappie minnows. Okay. And previously, I've gotten some that have been like the size of a, of a fathead or a small fathead. Sure. So Jeff C was sharing they can get rosy minnows at PetSmart. <laughs> that that seems like do they look at you really funny when you go in and like, can I get a scoop of well, rosy reds? No, but for... they sell they sell um, bait fish at PetSmart for various critters too. Oh yeah, you're, like, you're right. Food. Yeah, right? right. So that's that's not you know. It's a circle yeah. of life. Um, he's just, he shared that he's been only on ice once a couple hours. That's too bad. I, I feel you on that. Um, Cause they kept in Indiana, they keep losing ice and that's, that's, I can certainly appreciate that. We've been struggling, struggling a little bit. I said, go um, North. <laughs> You'll yeah, find this some is ice. Just, Jeff, you put this under fact check, but it's not really a fact check. Well, it's more, it's more of advice. Another place you can find bait if you're, I, I guess. you know, PetSmart's usually open to nine o'clock. So if you need some late night bait and the bait shop closed at five, check out your local PetSmart. All right. Um, but don't get anything weird because you don't want to introduce anything odd into the lake. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And check <laughs> your regulations. Always check your regulations. Check your regulations. I'm not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Always make sure you're. You're not doing, but other than that, did we have any other fact checks? Oh, there's one more there, Jay. There are places to fish in Nevada. We wondered that. And so Dave T wrote in and said, yes, there are places to ice fish in Nevada. And uh, he found a crappie bite the past week, past Friday. That's awesome. Nevada Dave. Neil on Facebook says there's a bait shop by him that has brassy shiners. Oh, I don't know. I've also heard spot tail shiners, and I don't know if those are different, but I've heard of those before. All right. Uh, show business, Jason. You're going to through show business. Yes. All right. You ready? Best places to interact with us are on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find our website at hardwatershow.com, and you can link our merch and patron stuff from there. You can find us on YouTube at Hardwater Show and email us at thehardwatershow at gmail.com. And we'll put this recorded video on on uh, Facebook, or I'm sorry, on YouTube. On also. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. I think you can stream it both places, but, you know, one place was all I could take for a first time trying this. So. Well, then you'd have to try to monitor. I don't, uh, Yeah. We need a person. We need a person to help us with that. I think that's beyond what we can do. Well, Tony Johnson wrote in uh, on Facebook, they used rosy red minnows on Lake of the Woods once. And um, on our dive, our bomber driver thought they were using goldfish and frowned upon it. <laughs> Did really good on walleye, though, which I, they must have been on the American side unless it was yeah. a long time ago, because you can't even bring anything in anymore. Yeah, you can't bring that to Canada, but maybe the and, U.S. side. And Neil shared again that the uh, brassy shiners are about the size of a fat head. So, oh, cool. Thanks I, for the information. I did last weekend. Um, so, back to my fishing report, there were a bunch of perch around. I tried plastics, I didn't catch any perch. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I do have a fishing report. So, I tried 
where did I go? I tried a couple of different places. I tried a, a lake south of me and didn't have any luck. And I was pretty depressed after that. I tried several different spots and just no, nobody yeah. was home. Um, and then I went to another lake on Sunday. Okay. And I hammered the four-inch panfish. Four-inch fish. You know, sometimes, though, Jason, you just need some action, right? Like- it, it was. It was nice to actually catch some fish. Yeah. And uh, I did. I, I went where I thought they were, and I caught them right away. And I saw. I caught a small bass and saw some bass and panfish on the camera. And and so that that was fun. So I did have a good time fishing. Um, you know, it was nice just to catch some fish. So yeah, totally. And I all on waxies. I caught nothing on the minnows at all. Okay. Um, and I had uh well, in they're Iowa probably, they're probably as can, big as the fish. <laughs> well, I mean, there's in the lake I was on, they do stock some walleyes, so I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping for one of those, and there's bass. And then so I was running a um a tip down, the Sullivan tip down with a yep. minnow that remained untouched for a couple hours. And then I was running a dead stick with a small rosy red on it. Yep. And then I was jigging a small tungsten um, uh, wonder bread okay. with a jig with a, with a waxy. And that's what I was catching all the. No. So, so Oli doesn't get mad at us. Oh, I knew it. The minute I said it, tungsten. Yeah. Bread, a jig. dropper jig, dropper jig. <laughs> Just a little ball jig. Yes. With yes. painted like a loaf of wonder bread. <laughs> Do you eat wonder bread that's painted? No, but the lo- the bag is. The bag is, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. I know. I was just doing it a hard time on that one. Um the weekend before I was out fishing uh with one of my buddies, my buddy Steve. Um, and we were he's not a big fisherman, right? Which is one nice thing about having a wheelhouse is you can get people to come out with you that maybe isn't the biggest fisherman because you know you have TV and heat <laughs> so maybe that's but, i keep inviting people to go with me and they never go because it's right. it's cold, it's cold. It's they cold and... something about cold weather me being crazy and i'm like oh, <laughs> you're, you're crazy. Crazy. but uh we went to reeds and got bait i got bait at reeds that time in onemia and he 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 bought the bait which is very kind of him and he's like well, when we got bait i'm like i don't know if that's going to be enough bait well we did not run out of bait <laughs> I think we use like six minnows all weekend. So, so yeah. Tony, Tony Johnson threw up a question. All the fat heads he's gotten this winter are the size of tiny cropping minnows from multiple bait, uh, bait shops. And we had that problem too. Um, the bigger crop, bigger fat heads have been hit and miss for me in my area. Jeff, I don't know what you've been finding. Uh, yes. I, when I get a, I usually don't get crappie minnows, but I would agree. The fat heads are not on the big side. Yeah, they they seem small. smaller this year. Yeah, but my my fish haven't been real big either. So I guess they match the hatch. If you want to call that, so it's not exactly, but but yeah, I I think they have been on the small side, and maybe they're all small because like the shiners are small too. I don't know. Um, the the trouble is when your fish also match the hatch that you're catching, Jeff. <laughs> When they match the fish, I know. I know that walleye, like That's I showed. That's the problem I'm having. <laughs> yeah. When I, that walleye I showed certainly wasn't anything to write home about, but sometimes you're just happy you're catching fish. So, yeah. All right. Um, all right. Gear. You want to walk us through gear, Jay? 
Yeah, let me find my notes back, Jeff. You can you can skip the picture of the pile of snow we got. Okay, we talked about that already. So oh, we were talking the other. Uh, I don't know which which episode, the last episode or the episode before that. You were talking us through your um, your shuttle dilemma. And oh so yeah, Shane O suggested these Arc Lab shuttles. I looked at these; these look pretty cool. Um, but, but they're, they're they they're are two hundred fifty dollars. They're I wasn't going to mention the price, but yeah, they're two hundred fifty bucks, <laughs> so they better be cool. But you know, there's a certain amount of hand fabrication into stuff. And I can imagine it doesn't take them. Um... What's so funny? You're laughing at me. I'm not laughing. Oh, wait a minute. So <laughs> I'm watching the Facebook Live thing, Jeff. It's behind. And it's way behind. So I'm, I am I don't have my Zoom up because I don't have enough cameras uh... or enough screens. And then I see you laugh and I'm like, what? What are you laughing at? But it's like whatever we said five minutes ago, you're laughing at. So it's really strange. So we're not really live. We're almost live. Well, there's certainly a delay involved here. Well, it's got to so go anyway. into the internet, up into space, back down to Facebook and through the servers. I know. And... I know. But it must be a Facebook thing because the Zoom's pretty, pretty reliable. But yeah, we're doing good then. So anyway, sorry. Oh, I was gonna. I was calling you out. I'm like, what's so funny? Make <laughs> me come up there. Um, anyway, this it, it takes you know a certain amount of fabrication for these things. So I certainly understand that by the time they build something from scratch and it's a one-off and you know assemble it by hand and do all the work, the, the price is probably probably what they've got in it. So and, and I don't think I was criticizing that. I thought it wasn't worth it. It's just more like. You know, at some level, that's just more than I'm willing to spend, whether it's yeah. worth it or not, right? You like gotta have all, yeah, you really, you know what I've been thinking about on shuttles? Because I've been that? pondering shuttles. So, you know, I have my Hummingbird, and it's in a shuttle. Mm-hmm. It's just in a soft case. Yep. And so I thought about ditching the soft case so I can attach, like, a couple rod holders and, and other things just to that shuttle I have. Yeah. And 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 then maybe making it so those can like pop off, so you can throw it in a bucket if you need to. I so don't the, know. The challenge I have with with it. the because I put a bag over my shuttle now. I know um, is you know the durability and the just the trust of throwing it around. You know, like my Helix Seven; those things are not cheap, right? And so if I'm going to chuck it in the back of my sled and drive across the lake at 25 miles an hour, I want to make sure it's going to be protected. Right. And a shuttle doesn't really have protection. I have a cover for it, but and there's wires hanging out. I don't know. I, I like having a soft case to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that, but most of my time is not spent on a snowmobile. Like for me, the way I fish, I'm True. I walk out. True. And so the level of protection that, Actually, I need, I think, is less. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, for most of the fishing that I do. And what I'm finding is I need um, I need a whole hop setup. Yeah, yeah, I, I need, get that. I need to be able to, you know, even though I have this small portable shack, which usually I just drag with me from hole to hole to hole. <laughs> when, when the weather was really nice um, this last Sunday when I was out, I found myself with, you know, kind of juggling a fishing pole in one hand my Vexlar or my 
hummingbird in one hand yep. and auger in the other and my beverage in my pocket yep. and, you know, kind of getting further and further away. Um, it'd kind of be nice just to have the fishing poles, be able to shove them in rod holders on the yep. flasher auger and go. I need like a, that's my, maybe my goal for next season. I really need to make a whole hop set up in spite of the fact that I've got a little sled. Yeah, see, and I so I did this last weekend because I was out in the truck, but um, you know, you drill a hole. I wouldn't f- move my truck 10 feet, right? I mean, that's what you, I'm saying. You drill a hole and you fish from it, and you're like, okay, this isn't the spot, which is the beauty of being outside and being able to move, is you're mm-hmm. like, I'll go try 10 feet that way, I'll go try 10 feet that way. And you do try a hole for 10 minutes. I know we've talked about this a bunch on the show, but it you do need something, and what I've found works the best. I guess maybe I carry too much stuff. But, you know, if you have a flasher of any size, that's one hand. You have a rod, that's one hand. You're going to want to bring some bait, at least a couple minnows or something, probably. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that's too far. And you're going to want a beverage, maybe. So I actually really like my little jet sled. In it, But, you know, you can't bring out two sleds. But that's I like my jet sled because you can kind of pull that along with you. I don't know. That's I've done that before. So uh, Kenneth Miller is talking about this uh, master bait and tackle in Centerville has some custom shuttles and they have two to three rod holders and a beverage securement mm. opportunity. See, so that's, you know, so there's a guy online that makes, you know, there's a couple of different outfits that make some custom shuttles. Yes. Um, but maybe I'm at, I think maybe my project needs to be is, is modifying my current hummingbird shuttle just to do what I want it to yeah. do. No, I think you're right. Like and lots of people have customized thing. stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, because it's probably time to do that. It's funny because, you know, I, we talked about how I was a little disappointed in that shuttle light pot, but I think maybe the reality is, is like, there's just not something made out there that's going to do what you need to do and you need to build it yourself. You know? <laughs> Tony, are you keeping the keen eye? Those are tanks pulling by hand in the snow. And yes, <laughs> yes, I concur with that, that it does pull like a dang tank. Um, I think so. Uh-oh. For lack of a better option, I'm probably keeping it. I still need to move the seat rails. Um, I want to move the seat rails to go side to side versus front to back. So it's easier to put stuff in back of me. I really like the size of it. I like the fact that I yeah. can chuck it in the back of the Yukon. I can keep the seats up and um, I can heat it with the smaller Mr. Heater. Little buddy. And it, I use one propane tank for about a whole day of fishing. Yeah. Um, and I like the flip down, flip back. So, yeah, I think, unfortunately, I might have to get make this get the Smitty sled for it for deeper snow if I'm going to keep it. Because, yeah, that thing about killed me one day, dragging that thing. It, it's hard when the snow gets thick, right? I mean, Noah and I went a um, couple – this is a few weeks ago. And you know how when you're – it's it's like – I don't know when you're like in Las Vegas, you're like, Oh, look at the hotel is just one block away. And like an hour later, you've walked to that hotel. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like ice fishing's like that. We parked on the road and I'm like, okay, our spots right over there, but I don't want to go off cross country with my truck. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just packed everything in my jet sled and then another smaller sled and I kind of make a train. And there was a lot of snow out there and it doesn't look that far, but man, it is so hard to pull all that stuff. It just is. Well, the other thing, like I was checking out a couple little ponds and I really just need something that I can just like a bucket 
or I mean, I have a bucket, but I just need something I can be more um, stealth on just kind of smash and grab, kind of yeah. get in, check something out and get out of there without um, no, not trespassing or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> there's some of these yeah. little ponds that are like in, in public areas that I'm like, I don't know if there's fish in that thing or not. Yeah. So I don't want to like make a big production about it. Really just want to sneak in there, drill a hole, make sure, you know, if it's mud, make sure nobody sees me. <laughs> like what the heck's that guy doing? <laughs> but there's some of these places that hold fish, you know, yep. and until you go looking for them, it, so I need yeah. something that I can just sneak in there. Yeah. Um, but I still want to have certain level of uh, stuff with me. So yeah. it's, it, um, it feels to me, I think about this all the time because it's like a constant research. Like, Oh, if I did it this way or, you know, I bought the new rod bag and now I've got this backpack because I didn't like the way that worked. And, you know, like, it's just a constant, I think we get better all the time at this stuff and we refine it, but you're still always looking for the, the, the better setup to make yourself more mobile, to be able to move more, to be able to catch more fish. Right. I mean, that's, that's the goal. It is. And and I think because ice fishing is a physic, there's a physicality to ice fishing. Right. And because I'm old and fat, <laughs> I think that the focus on the labor part of it is always going to be a thing yes. until I can afford like the snow bear that's in the background of my picture here. And, um, I also, in, in going with Tony's comment, I think that every engineer that designs the tub for an ice shack should have to pull it for 400 yards through <laughs> two feet of snow, and then they can decide if they've appropriately designed the the uh, the thing. And, and they need the to not be 20. Dynamics. They need to not What's be 20. They, can't they need be 20. to be old. They need to be over 40. <laughs> yeah, and not be a member of CrossFit. Yeah, well, I, that's still not helping, Jay. So. It's someone from the accounting team, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But. Hey, what's wrong with accountants? I'm not accountants, <laughs> but done. no, no. Just now we just it. lost all those listeners, Jason. <laughs> we just lost all the accountants. <laughs> all right. <sighs> so, so clearly, we still have we, seven we on have our found, live, though. We have not found the end of the caddy shuttle whole hop. Thing no. someday we'll get you know, there. maybe Jeff, maybe we need to just design one ourselves and it can be the hard water fishing show caddy. The caddy, yeah. I don't know what we'd put on it, it could hold all of our all of our accoutrements. Yeah. Well, and, and I always remember like when I went to school and stuff, they always talked about you can always tell there's a problem people haven't solved when there's lots of different options out there, right? Like, yeah, there's a bunch of different ways people are doing it, but not one of them has become dominant, right? I mean. It just hasn't yet. So I I can really appreciate Doug's comment. I find myself buying all the stuff to make me more mobile and then still take all the crap, all the stuff with me. Yes. <laughs> yes it's all in my in my backpack. On the bottom of my shack. Yeah. It's all in there. You gotta buy smaller backpacks and smaller bags, right? You know. Just keep downsizing until you're forced to make decisions. But then yeah, but then you put on your ice fishing gear and you've got 85 <laughs> pockets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which reminds me, I've got to wash my stinking stuff before uh, my next trip. I had an incident with a banana. I put a banana in my pocket. <laughs> oh my gosh! And a banana in your pocket. I know. Before <laughs> breakfast, 
And then I forgot it was in there. And so it, I was kneeling and standing and kneeling and standing. And so I went to put my hand in my pocket. It was, I'm like, why do I smell banana? Then I remembered I had this stinking banana with me. And so I'm like, and it was inside the pocket that's like lined with uh, fleece, uh, fleece, you know, so it's in the hand warmer packet. And so now I just zipped it shut and it's just going to be there until I wash it. Banana. Mm. <laughs> and oh I know bananas gosh. are like bad luck in a boat. Yeah. There's like a, so there's some folklore about that. Did you know that? There is. Yeah. I, yeah. I they're really bad that. luck. I don't think they're bad luck ice fishing, but cause I've literally had a banana with me. The did you catch day. any fish when you had one in your pocket? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. well then. Okay. Yeah. But there's little fish, but, I don't know. but now I've got to wash some stupid bibs. <laughs> You'll be like, why does it smell like bananas in here? Oh man, I don't even want to deal with it. It's just been leaving it outside in the cold, but eventually I'm gonna to have to deal. Oh. But anyway, back to the pockets. You got all these pockets and you can put snacks and fishing gear. And yeah. then by the time you fill up all your pockets, your stuff weighs like 40 pounds. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's hard. And and sometimes I'm amazed when I walk out you know, the back of the truck is full and you got your two little sleds and you pack everything in there and somehow it all fits. And then you drag it out there. I'm like, how am I going to get all this stuff out here? I mean, it's, I know. I mean, and, and you try yeah. to leave stuff behind, but you know, you're like, what if I want to run a tip up or I don't know. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> where are we at? We have wandered down a road as always. Okay. So that was gear. That um, was gear. All right. Yeah. Are we to our topic yet? I think we are. I think Are we, we need there? to be. I, I don't have, usually we have a timer and we have no timer. So I don't know how long this show is right now. I think we're already pushing an hour here, buddy. Are we really? Oh, well, wow. we started what? 10 after eight ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's 848. Okay. Yeah. All, right, all right. All right. So I already talked about my walleye fishing next year. So yeah, let's talk about, we are prepping for a, a walleye fishing time right here. Hopefully. So. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to catch some walleyes. We're heading up North. Um, to uh canadia yeah to canada and uh gonna try to catch some walleyes up there so we're we got walleyes on the brain we do so jeff are you are you doing any preparations i know i am yeah i mean speaking of gear you started going because it's a different kind of fishing that we're doing you know i showed you on malax i'm in my wheelhouse well that's a pretty big thing to drink stuff around i have everything set up in there i know what it is but um this is a different style we'll be Portable flipovers with snowmobiles. Yeah. Um, you do not drive a truck or any kind of, I mean, vehicle when you go to Canada. There's, you don't see many people up there. It's not like the US. I mean, there's just not many people up there. No, not on the Canadian side because there's no, there's not a lot of resorts or any resorts yeah. on the side where we go. And, and um, it's different for us because Jeff and I both, so we're going with, with Northwoods Dave and Ollie. Yep. And we use on this trip, both of their shacks, their flipovers, because mm -hmm. Jeff and I both have one man flipovers and they both have two man flipovers. So they, we bring their shacks. So we are really relegated to um, what I can borrow from Oli, which is great because he usually has everything I need. <laughs> he has good stuff. So I, honestly, this, when I fish with Oli, I mean, just to be transparent, I, um, I don't worry a whole lot because if I don't have it, he's got it. Or two of them. In fact, for a while there, back in the day, he used to, hey, Kathy's listening. <laughs> hey, Kathy. That's awesome. So back in the day, Ole used to just, I think he just brought doubles because he assumed he was going to have to help me out. So he's a good egg. 
I don't care what Kathy says about him. So, yeah, so it's a different trip. And so one of the things I think of is um, we talked about it a little bit, but just making sure your gears secure enough because it's, it's tough going around out there. We've broke heaters. We broke stuff. So I, one of the reasons I got that bag around my shuttle is because I know it's going to have to survive that trip. Right. Um, and lures um, is another thing I've been thinking about. We use a lot of buckshots up there. Oh yeah. And, yep. and glow perch buckshots. Yep. Is what we use. And then the, the red, the red have been hot yep. and the gold yep. have been hot. Yep. Um, didn't Dave, like, I think what last time we were up there, he was killing them on that slab seeker. He was. Yeah, he was. From uh, Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Yep. The slab seeker. Yep. Yeah. But that's and Dave. Dave will show up with the one lure tied on and he'll leave it on the whole time. And he'll. To his LMM fleet $5 fishing I know. rod. <laughs> I know. Oh, Ole just texted and said, yeah, I usually have three of everything. <laughs> Well, that's, it's always, you don't have to be prepared if you have a buddy that's always prepared. So uh, Sean is always prepared. It's always he good is. to have Oli. Yes. <laughs> All right. So everybody should have one. I what, highly recommend what lure <laughs> are you going to come with your rod rig to have on? What are you going to start with? Um, I will start with a glow perch buckshot. That's what I will start with. Yeah. I'm going to start with where I ended last time was with a red, a red buckshot. Yeah. And then uh, I think I'm going to try, I'm going to go to the, uh, my other rod. I'm going to, I'm going to rig up with actually the red hook and a bobber. I'm going to go back to that outfit. I'm going to do, try more bobbering this time. Yeah. We talked about bobbers. I think we've used those, especially for, if you're running two, right. You want to have one that's kind of a dead stick. And for sure. I I think that the next one I'm going to go for those glow stick, blade oh. blades um oh who makes those it's northland tackle it's northland yep. tackle it's like a metallic it's it looks kind of like a buckshot like size wise but it's more of a flutter spoon more of a it's more like a leech kind of a yeah and then you put those it. little red i like the red little snap things that you put mm-hmm. inside of them I, I i really like those and and i think it's important because um the water like the woods water is stained right and, and it's very different fishing than like when we when i fish mille Lacs, it's like super clear and so you have to use different lures on mille Lacs, and they're a lot more finicky where on like the woods the fish can't see as much right they, it's just harder to see see the, the line so yeah. so one thing i'm going to do is um i'm going to i did this this way a, a couple of years ago is I'm going to, I'm going to re-spool all my rods before I get up there this time. Wow. Because this will be my last fishing trip of the year. So that way you get one trip out of your line. Well, but then I won't, <laughs> I won't redo it. I'll start next year with the line that's on there. Mm. So, and here's why, because it's already getting a little funky, right? Okay. My line from this, yeah. from this year's fishing. And so then I'll I'll go to my biggest trip with the best with my rods hopefully okay. in the best shape. Right. Versus coming into them with everything kind of getting a little long in the tooth sure. like I have been doing. So I'm going to try that this year and we'll I'll report back. It can't hurt. It won't hurt. Yep. And you know it won't. I don't think it hurt them to to not to leave them over the summer. 
I mean, it doesn't hurt them. I, I like to change them. I don't change everything, but my, like my favorite rods, I change every year, the line every year. Well, and I will be, but I'm just, I'm shifting the year. But like you let that water, you put it in the lake and you, then you let the line deteriorate all summer long until next fall. And then it's kind of crummy for the rest of the year until the next time. Well, I mean, we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know next, the first show next year after I go fishing. Okay. All right. If, if it worked or didn't, if I had to do it twice in a season. Could be true. Yeah. Okay. I we'll find out. I've gone to that braid line, so that really is durable. I mean, I think it could last a couple of years, to be honest. So. so you're using the braid in a leader, right? I'm using a blade. The braid. I use a six-pound braid, and then a little swivel, and then a floral carbon, a pretty good floral carbon leader. Because, like I said, I fish Malax a lot. The water's super clear and they're super finicky and fluorocarbon is the clearest line you can have. Okay. But then it gives me that, like the rest of it, you don't have to change the whole thing out, right? You can just change the floral on the end when it gets better. Okay. You want to change it. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing for we're bait? We're going to have to well, buy it up there. That's going to be tough. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I think we'll use frozen again. So you yeah. can buy it up there frozen already. And I, I think that's probably what we'll use is, uh, yeah. Uncle Ron's got a, a supplier that's got frozen bait. And so we'll buy it from them. Um, and and you, it is kind of liberating somewhat to not have to drag the, the bait buckets around, to be honest. It is. Until them things thaw out, man, that is the skunkiest stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get the slime. The oh. mental slurry. Mental <laughs> slurry. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been binge watching The Deadliest Catch. And you okay. know, they, they make their bait... They like they take a chunk of frozen like fish, probably bigger than we catch, and they run it through this thing, and it makes this like bait chunks, and they put that's what they use for bait on theirs, and it okay. kind of reminds me of that. Like it's just kind of a the slurry, slurry. Yeah. So, yeah. do you have anything new that you're going to try this year, as far as like tactics, or I mean, anything different other than you're going to bait the hook and put it down a couple feet off the bottom and jig like a ten year old? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my plan. Um, you know, I got a new rod this year. I got that new tuned up custom rod. I'm excited to use that. Oh. I've caught a few walleyes on it, but um, that was kind of new. I was, in theory, trying to put my capital improvements towards things that are closer to the fish, right? Yep, I, I remember that shuttle, discussion. But the shuttle's not closer to the fish. But I, I think that was kind of my thing. I made sure I had a good line, and I got a new rod and reel, and... You know, the rest of it's hopefully the, you know, things go my way and we catch another giant walleye. I'm hoping. I mean, we have to watch our expectations because in general, we've had really good luck. But, you know, I mean, every year is different. Some, some good meals planned for you guys out on the ice. We're going to do some brats. Sweet. We're going to do some, maybe some pulled pork. Cool. And uh, I don't know, maybe some soup. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one thing I'm I've been thinking about, I mentioned how hard it is on gear on this trip. Um, I saw this in Northwoods Dave does this a little bit, but all your lures get beat to crud. I know. They just like those buckshots are painted and you get back and you're like, what happened? They're all worn out because you put them in your plastic things and they bounce around. Um, and I just I still have not found a good solution for that. There's some foam that Northwest Data puts in there, and 
I saw this thing that this guy said he puts ether foam in there. It's like this foam that comes with electronics. You can kind of like stick the lures in there, but but it's just so hard on them when you run them across the lake like that. So. Well, they're they're clam made some tackle boxes. There's a couple others that really are they're like thin and they just hold the lure pretty tight. But I have not been able to find. I mean, I suppose I could find them online, but I wanted to look at them like in person. And I just haven't been able to find them anywhere I've gone. So I have not found a good solution. I've tried different ones. I've tried the ones that you hook in there and they have some foam. And yeah, I know there's some like micro clip ones out there now. Um, the Have you seen that YouTuber, Alex Tim, I think his name is, he does a ton of fishing stuff. Um, he had this one box. It was a fly box and he had his lures in there and they it looked like super awesome how well they'd fit in there. But I looked one up and it was $60 for the, for the yeah. case. And I'm like, I'm not spending $60 on a tackle box. There has to be a better way. So it's got to be a better way. And they're just, I mean, mine just end up in a ball. Yes. Yes. Right. So, but back yes. to walleye tactics. What else? Weren't we talking about walleye? Oh, yeah. We're talking about that in walleye tactics. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a minnow in a, in a buckshot or a flutter spoon, two feet off the bottom. Wait for the monster to come in. That's it. That that's quick. We could have put that out in a text, <laughs> <laughs> or we could talk for an hour now. We've been doing this, so I don't know what what else. What is it's your- like one of those? You ever click on those clickbait like <laughs> stories where you're like yeah. forty five pages later, you get to the the story you want to hear, and it's like that. Yeah, could have been I don't a text. know. I mean, I mean, that's what walleye fishing is. I guess what I'm used to, you know, drill a hole. Go with those lures, and I don't know from there if that doesn't work, then we have to find other options, I guess. Yeah, so tip ups, we'll probably run some tip ups. Yeah, we usually run tip ups, especially if we're running two people per shack, right? You can't really run four rods and a you cannot. Flippers. So, um, you've got your fancy blue tips. I'm sure Ole will have his. Oh, that reminds me, yeah, I gotta put new batteries in those and make sure they're all. I I have a so I can't get the blue tips to work right. Is it a user error? I don't know what it is. So what what it is? I don't know if it's a. I don't think it's a user error. Well, it is, I guess, ultimately a user error. But the issue is when my phone is the screen is off on my phone, the alarm doesn't go off. Huh. And I've tried every setting I can find in the phone to make it. It's an Android. Yep. To make it work, to, to make it work. It'll, as long as the phone's on, it'll go off. But mm. as soon as the phone, you know, but you can't keep your screen on, on your phone for eight hours. <laughs> what are you doing? Checking my tip up. The, well, the battery it? dies, you know, the battery <laughs> dies. It doesn't, it, it dies. So I don't know. You'd be like, what's that um, big battery hanging out? Well, I got to keep my screen. I know. On, so. so if somebody has a quick solution to that, I'd sure be open to it, but Man, I cannot find a setting. I've done the Google. I've looked all over. I've clicked everything I can click, and it doesn't work. So I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe <laughs> you or or Sean, if or Dave, if if we can get them to work. I have three of them. If we can get them to work on on your oh, stuff. You know what? That'd be better. They're garbage. I would just well, I'll I'll since no. you don't have to throw them away, I'll take care of those for you. You can just, well, away. I mean, I might as well let you because they don't do me any good at all because they don't, yeah. you know, 
They don't I know a guy off. who might want them. So I don't I'll care. sell them to you for $75 for all three of them. That's a bargain. All right. Well, maybe we'll we'll talk about that when we go fishing because I could use a few of those. Kathy, tell him time to get an iPhone. No, I will not get an iPhone. <laughs> yes, that's what I said too. <sighs> iPhone. See, that works. Nothing good about it. I that. held out for years and now I have one. Yeah, so. you did. And here you are now with your... All my kids wanted iPhones. So I'm like, well, I guess we're getting an iPhone. So, <sighs> all right. Let's so, see what other walleye tactics do you got? I mean, that's what I do. You you go there, you jig, and you move. They don't bite. I mean, I don't. You know, that's that's the tactic we use out there. Um, I feel like the fish on Lake of the Woods. I I use uh, Kurt. When Kurt, I went fishing with Kurt. He always said, "There, the walleyes are just a little dumber in Lake of the Woods." So, well, we're counting on that. Yeah. So we really need them to be dumb when we go there. So, what were you using when you're fishing with Kurt? I remember we talked last week. Just a jig. Oh, the the bigger jig. Are you going to try that? Yeah, I mean, I've got some of those. Sure. I've got a couple of jigs, maybe two that I should. I should try that. Just tungsten jigs, Jay. No, not tungsten. (laughs) I do have those, but. But yeah, I mean, I that's all we were using. He he did have a rattle. I've used those before there. Um, the uh chubby darters. Oh I've yeah, used those and caught fish on those before too. Um the chubby darter kind of it looks more like a crankbait kind of. I tried that a couple of times this year with no success. Yeah, I think it has to be just the right, I think the, the situation, but I've caught some on those. Cause they, they kind of rattle and then they you know it's like the z z rip or whatever they call them yeah i mean my i have the chubby darter but similar they're just really small you know very small kind of hard crankbait looking thing so i usually put a minnow head or a minnow tail or something on it so i was going to share i don't know if did i share what i learned when i put the camera on some of the jigs that i no, used uh-uh. so i had a coffin spoon on Yep. A Northland tackle coffin. Which, by the way, seemed to have disappeared. Last year, they were the hottest thing. Yeah, last year, the only thing you could catch fish on. And now, like, I don't know. I saw them on clearance at Shields. I know. (laughs) But but it was interesting, depending on how you jig. So, like, if you just jigged up, it it just basically went straight up and down, right? Yep. And I took some video of this, but it's not the best video. Um, And But if you gave it a little bit of a snap, Mm -hmm. it went up and fell in a horseshoe kind of a, a arc. Okay. And when you did that, it looked a lot more like a dying, like a dying bait fish almost. Okay. So it was really interesting. So the reason I say that is if you have, I think there's a certain amount of um, instructiveness to when you can put a camera down and watch how your jigging affects the movement of the jig, what it actually looks like. Sure. Yeah. At the bottom. That's a good point. Because, yeah. because, um, it was pretty instructive and it varied from rod to rod, like okay. depending on how stiff the rod was, what sure. the action of the lure was, yeah. Yeah. which we know that, you know, that intuitively, yeah. but what is, what are you trying to make it look like under the water? Yeah. Are you just trying to make it go up and down? Or are you trying to make it, you know, flutter? Um, yeah. Anyway, food for thought to, okay. to think about and to, to kind of know, you know, with the camera, if, if I do this jigging action, this is what the thing's doing. So yeah, yeah. when you have a fish staring at it, you know, what kind of action do you, what are you, are you making it jiggle? Are you making it flutter sure. up and down, just drop, 
Yep. Um, and what kind of rod motion, you know, what kind of right. snap you need to make that happen. So Jason, we have a guest. Did we have a guest? We have we have Matt live from a lake, I think. So Matt, Matt's joining us. I, I'm live, gonna admit him. Live from a lake. He's fishing right now as we speak. He sent so, me some pictures. So Matt is gonna give us our legend tonight. And Hopefully wrap us up here. So I'm gonna yeah. get him in here. Here he comes. See, see if we what kind of cell signal he's got. Matt, he's joining us. This is a, a two kilby show now. Yeah, so Matt, for all those that don't know, Matt's my younger brother. He's on mute. Hey, Matt. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Could you have enough internets for a picture? I, I, I don't know how to even do that. Let me see. There should be a button. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's some buttons. Do you have an iPhone or an Android? Hey, there he is. <laughs> I, now we've got. Hey, oh, hey, look hey, at this. Hey, live hey. from the lake. Yeah, from the lake, and Mugs is with you, right? You got a Mugs guy with you. Hey, how we doing? Oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey. So you got give it. Let's get a fishing report. What are you fishing for? What are you using? And what are you catching? Okay, we are fishing for. Um, we're on a lake that has crappie, perch, and uh, reputed walleye. And no, how deep? Them. How deep is this swamp you're fishing in, brother? <laughs> it tops. It tops out at ten. How, and, and how how deep are you now? Um, we are at nine, nine no, to nine and a half. Yeah. Okay, you found some depth. All right, the hole. I'm proud the of deep it, hole. It's kind of a bowl. Um, notwithstanding what Navionic says, it's a featureless bowl. Okay. All right. And so, what are you what are you fishing with? What are you using? So I've uh, mugs has a vmc the little vmc uh bowl spoon i think it's yep. called that's pink and i have a um uh it's not the buckshot it's a it's like that but it doesn't it doesn't have the rattle on it okay I'm oh. think so it's, a for, for, it's a forage um, minnow the forage mellow minnow forage yep, minnow. That's that. forage okay minnow. and it's a chartreuse forage minnow Okay, you got tipped with bait, or you're going just bare bare spoon. Um, full minnow, try minnow head. We've tried waxies, and uh, we've been catching them on either full minnow or waxies. And what are them? Well, <laughs> we've caught several fish. You'd say okay. Okay. So we, this has not been a numbers trip, but <laughs> it's been pretty good size. So we've caught only four crappie. But three of them are 12 and a half inches and up. Nice. 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 What's Plus, the biggest yeah. then? 13. The, 13. Okay. 12 that's... and a half in two 13s. And what type of beer are you drinking tonight? <laughs> a slushy beer. <laughs> slushy beer because it was 10 <laughs> below zero this morning. Yeah. Coors Light that you open it in volcanoes. And then it's like. It's like if you have the slushy and you suck all the flavor out and just the frost part is left. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> it rattles in the can. It rattles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've brought you here for your fishing report, which we've done. Thank you very much. You yep. know what you're drinking for beer. Now what we need is an ice fishing legend. <laughs> well, We've had trials just today. We can just, we can uh, have a lot okay. of So 
you know, you always have, you have your gear challenges, right? Well, um, really washboard road on the way here and lost the ramp out of the snowmobile trailer. Oh no. Yep. Lost that. And, but backtracked and found it about 15 miles back. 15 miles. Wow. Yep. Yep. So that was challenge one. Um, got here, had to break trail into the lake and, uh, got quarter that's about three miles um down the trail and down a river and uh about half a mile in uh a cil- one of the uh two cylinders on the sled decided to stop working so, <laughs> so one cylinder just seized up and we were able to free it enough to to get back on one cylinder and so that sled went on the trailer and so we we rode double with the house out here <laughs> so are you riding double on the single sled brother um yeah double on a single sled pulling the oh, house because of course the, the double sled you have a double sled right that's the one that broke. yeah i do <laughs> i did not bring the two up seat because i'm like why would i bring the two up seat i got two sleds <laughs> but with okay. but within finally getting out here after all of our trials within five minutes i had a 12 and a half which for me is a pretty good size crop is is before muggy was he's sour because he didn't even have his line in the water yet (laughs) (laughs) he had warned me not to catch a fish till he got in the lake well the nice thing is you'll have a nice close ride back you can you can hug it out yeah Let's ride back. It'll, it'll be like Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, where it'll be like, my hands are cold. Oh, did you want these extra gloves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you two pairs the whole time. Yeah. Just don't That's do awesome. the just go, man. Just go. I wouldn't but, recommend that. <laughs> but it has been a beautiful day on the lake. You know, it was it was below zero for part of it, but you know, there's no real wind to speak of, and it was nice. sunny, and we've had there's one other group out here for just a little bit, but otherwise we've had the lake to ourselves, and, you know, we're the only ones on here right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's and so you guys, how late you going to just fish all night? Well, we've been, you ever uh, resolved to catch your capstone fish and then pack up? We made that resolution about an hour and a half ago. So we're <laughs> waiting, we're waiting for the capstone fish and it, it might come with the morning bite. Yeah. Oh what, else, what else are you going to do? You've already done the hard work, right? Right. Your, your beer's cold. <laughs> Very cold. Yeah. I bet you have a granola bar somewhere in a pocket. Do we even have food? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's, no food. You know, because, because we had so much equipment difficulties, we just kind of decided we're going to bomb out on the lake and we left several items. <laughs> food. Well, what, what's what's our motto, brother? Anyway, get up earlier, walk further, and eat less. Yep, and so you'll <laughs> you, find success. You're doing good. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. You guys yeah. have been on Facebook Live, Matt, and you have a whole seven people that are watching your video. So, um, hello to everybody else. <laughs> Anybody have any questions for Matt before we let him go? We'll give him a minute. We're there's a lag time here. They're still back on hearing about your motto. 
Muggs, you having fun? Absolutely. What's so, your it's always an adventure with Matt, isn't it? It's never smooth. Well, that makes it have the fun. <laughs> That's true. It's never <laughs> it, it must be a brother thing because Jason's usually venturous himself. So bombing up the berm went better this year. Last year we because it's the uh, the the road to the lake isn't plowed. So you get the berm from the main road that's plowed, right? So yeah. you got to go over it. Oh. And that with the ice shack, that's always an adventure. But it went smoother this year than last year when we promptly got over the berm and buried the sled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that tra- traveling in on, on a non-trail of the snowmobile isn't as easy as a guy would think it should be with a snowmobile. Yeah, it should just go on the snow. And they don't. And I'm still... <laughs> Jason's still stuck on by that, that after 20 years ago. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I found that out the hard way when I buried Ron's sleds right up by the cabin. I'm like, I'd like, did I ever tell you this story, Matt? I've told it on here, but I'll tell you real quick. So we're up at the old cabin and Ron had borrowed us his two ups, his old Polaris, I think they're oh. Polaris, Skidoo's or whatever they were. 400s. Or and whatever, there was like yeah. a ton of snow this year. So I'm super pumped. We have snowmobiles instead of dragging stuff by hand. And so we get it off the trailer and I'm like, cool. And I go right off the edge there, right down the hill. Oh, that drifts in. That yeah. Really drifts. Oh yeah. And just like <laughs> buried it. And I'm like, what? 20 feet off the trail. What the heck's the deal here? Why, why wouldn't it, why wouldn't it go through this? And Sean's yeah. looking at me like, you can't drive him in deep snow, Jason. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's a snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> the same. So anyway, that's enough of my stories. All right. Oh, Oli wants to know if Matt's favorite brother still lives in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> what are, isn't that great? No. All right. Well, okay. Matt, we got to get back to trying to catch this capstone fish. I'm all right. Sleepy all right. and hungry. <laughs> all right. You guys have a great time. Bye, guys. All See right. Bye bye. All right, Jay. Well, I suppose we can wrap this one up, huh? Yeah, we sure should. Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us on our inaugural Facebook Live. I don't know that we'll do it every time, but it was kind of fun. Matt's still trying to figure out how to log out. Oh, there he went. (laughs) And so thanks, everybody. Tight lines. Cheers. You've been listening to the Hard Water Fishing Show with Jeff and Jason. Say goodbye. One of the most unique podcasts on the planet where we talk about tactics, gear, and ice fishing legends. We'll be back soon. Bye-bye. Till then, signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.